In the 21st century, what does technology mean to you and how does technology impact your life? Tech Affairs on Radio is here to enlighten you. Tech Affairs on Radio, assisting your digital life. And here we are again to discuss technology this week on Tech Affairs on Radio, a technological-based show on Passion 94.5 FM. Of course, it's a show designed to inform and educate you on the latest development in the technology ecosystem. My name is Emmanuel Opong, your host. And you, my listener, it is my pleasure to have you join us today. Here in the house, Joyce Edem is here. Henry Afangede is also here. Of course, our guest, Mr. Hope Overt, is here to continue on a discussion we started last two weeks on the topic, Demystifying Web 3.0. My apologies, we were supposed to continue this discussion last week, but due to circumstances beyond our control, we could not do it. But of course, here we are today for you. So let's get straight to the first segment by updating you with the latest developments in the technology ecosystem. Joyce Eden. Welcome to the latest tech news and updates here on Passion 94.5 FM. Headlines. Apple announces new M1 Ultra chip in its March event. Nigeria invites bids to construct nuclear power plant. Elon Musk pledges Starlink internet support for Ukraine. Good afternoon. I am Joyce Edim. Details of this in a bit. Tech giant Apple at its annual March event on the 8th of March this year. The event sees the launching of some new tech products and accessories to be added to the company's product lineup. The highlight of this year's edition was the announcement of the Mac Studio PC, which is to feature the new M1 Ultra chipset that the company claims is the most powerful chipset developed by the company. Order devices announced during the event includes the new iPhone Special Edition 3 with the A15 chip in 5G and also the new M1-powered iPad A5. The Nigerian government has said it has commenced bidding for the construction of a 4,000 megawatt nuclear power plant to increase the energy generation in the country. This was made known by the Director General, Nigerian Nuclear Regulatory Authority, NNRA, Dr. Idris, at the Nigerian International Energy Summit, held in Abuja. The director stated that adding the 4,000 megawatt plant would boost the generation capacity of the country to 13,000 megawatts. Tesla and Starlink CEO Elon Musk has deployed Starlink satellite over part of Ukraine to boost internet connectivity in certain regions of the conflict-afflicted country. 
supplies of Starlink satellite dishes have been sent to Ukraine to enable users access the internet. The company's CEO has stated that its company SpaceX would add more terminal for Ukraine's users. And that is what we have for you in the news. But before we go, a recap of the major stories. We told you that Apple announces new M1 Ultra chip in its March events. You also heard that Nigeria invites Beats to construct nuclear power plants. And also that Elon Musk pledges Starlink internet support for Ukraine. For more news updates, you can reach us on www.techaface.com.ng or follow our Facebook page, Tech Affairs on Radio. I am Joyce Edim, thanking you for listening. Good afternoon. And to you listening, in case you just tuned in, the program is still Tech Affairs on Radio, a tech show designed to inform and educate you on the latest developments in the technology ecosystem. I'm still your host, Emmanuel Opong. So let's get straight to the next segment and have the concluding part of our discussion on the next version of internet by demystifying Web 3.0. Of course, our guest, Mr. Hope Ovat, is here to do justice to the topic. So Henry Afangide will be the anchor. Henry, take us there. Can you tell us some opportunities, some advantages of Web 3.0 that Web 3.0 has to offer? Okay. Now for the Web 3.0, it is verifiable. Now, which means transactions because the blockchain works on nodes, all right? It works in peer-to-peer network, which has to do with now, you can't just hack the blockchain network because of the decentralization, because of the what is called um, uh, for the aspect of the digital currency aspect, it's what we call cryptography. All right, so that's one of the things that makes it very strong and uh, hard for people to attack. Now, what was the question again? I'm asking of the advantages okay, and opportunities. Now, the advantages. now, now the, one of the opportunities in the Web 3.0 is that shared benefit I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Now, because now people are more interested in making money you understand than wasting their time now we've gotten to a stage where we barely have jobs opportunities like it used to be before because of okay. the population today now if for example you're sitting at home now the device the phone devices we are using mo- most persons pay attention to these devices now why paying attention to your phone now you're supposed to be earning while staying at home because you spend money for data Mm. You understand, you spend money for data. And one of the advantages there is the decentralization because your data and information are purely safe in okay, the Web 3.0. Let me, let me cut you there. You, you mentioned decentralization, which you said was um, not storing it at a central server. Okay. So now, take for instance, we are using Facebook. We don't know where our Facebook data is stored. It's stored in where their company is located. So we now, if we want to ap- um, apply decentralization, do we have to, we as individuals, do we have to own our own storages, our storage medium, so that everything will be decentralized? I, I don't know if you get the question. Just mm-hmm. highlights of one. Now, for the blockchain aspect, it's a shared database. 
Okay. Now it's a shared database. Now, the only identity in the web tri- or in the blockchain is the wallet address. Yeah, you mentioned that. Now, which means your face or your name is not being shown there. Now, your identity are only shown by the wallet address. Now, but it's verifiable. Why I said verifiable is because now we can check transactions. We can confirm transactions. It is purely uh, transparent. Okay. It's a transparent network. Now, we can check transactions to know if a particular transaction went through or not, which means when I perform a particular transaction or my data are being saved, now you can actually assess that Okay. Someone, so so person saved a particular data or information or performed a particular transaction, but you won't know who that person is. Okay. Do you understand? That's what makes it different from this other part. And you're assuring us that no other person, no central body will be able to hamper upon those data. That no, are. nobody can hamper upon those data. Yeah. So what what do you, is there any disadvantage you see in this forthcoming technology? Mm, yeah, because... Uh, Every every good thing has a disadvantage. Every good thing has a disadvantage. Now, in terms of the new uh, protocols and applications that will be developed in the Web 3.0, let me use one as example. Like uh, uh, we have the Uber. Yeah. All right. Now, if someone should steal the Web 2.0 idea and then bring it into the Web 3.0 by bringing up or creating a particular Uber services in the Web 3.0, now you realize that the informations of the driver, informations of the passenger, the car, not also, be, yeah, yeah. the car will not be provided because there is no third party to monitor this. Okay. Do you understand? Now, that's the only aspect in terms of, but in the aspect of the main decentralization aspect, there's no disadvantage for that. It only comes to comes down to the applications that will be developed under mm. these particular platforms and how it applies to human life. Okay, so you made mention of um, the applications. Can you tell our listeners some projects, some platforms which they can adopt, which Web3 is being used, their proto- Web3 protocol is being run on? So maybe you said it's possible for people to earn yeah, or sure. to make profits from using such. Can you share such things okay. with our listeners? Now, uh, uh, we are familiar with, uh, with Google Chrome. Yes. Mainly used to make a search, research on uh, online Google engine and the rest. Now, the applications that are built in form of Google Chrome. That is as browsers. Yeah, as browsers. Now, Google Chrome is, cen- is a centralized network or a yeah. centralized application, which means it is controlled by a particular body somewhere. Now, the application to replace that is a Brave browser. All right. Okay. Now, using Brave browser, you earn the Brave browser native token called BAT, BAT token. So, by providing attention, once you, if you, if you wish to allow ads to be viewed on your page, your web page, now you get paid for that. Unlike you opening your Google, researching or something, and then you keep on seeing some Multiple great ads, ads yes, yeah. and that you don't really want. It makes your reading uh, not really looking very okay. But in the in this Brave browser, if you choose to allow ads to be viewed on your web page, then you earn for that. Okay. That's a shared benefit. Yeah. Yeah. So. So and then there are other ones like uh, Status to replace um, WhatsApp. Now, have you ever wondered or asked yourself this question that how how WhatsApp makes their money? How does WhatsApp makes their money? Because on WhatsApp, we don't view ads, right? We don't yeah. view ads on WhatsApp. Now, WhatsApp trades with our data. That's just the whole sense behind WhatsApp. WhatsApp is a message, messaging platform. You understand? Now, they trade with our data. I think last year or two years back, WhatsApp announced that 
they are our informations are going to be sold out you understand most persons left whatsapp why most persons still stayed and we are still using whatsapp today yes because we don't really know the implications behind we are yeah, not we really don't, concerned we don't have because we want yeah. to be chatting with our friends keeping up with our family and all of that you understand but our informations are being traded so status is purely decentralized to replace whatsapp now facebook there was an application back then that was introduced back then i think in 2016 2017 called uh, uh steam i think i participated in steam when it came out newly now in steam you earn the native token called Steam, where once you provide a once you provide or make content provide content and people like your content now the like you earn on facebook when you provide or post something and someone likes your post now in the steamit blockchain it is then rewarded converted to a token Okay. You understand, which means you end for providing attention and you end for reading someone's attention. So now that makes it a shared benefit of whatever transaction or whatever activities you guys are performing on that platform. Now we also have applications like um, storage devices like uh, Google Drive. Now the applications that are going to replace Google Drive, uh, storage, S-T-O-R-G, okay. storage, we have Filecoin. Those ones are going to replace Google Drive. And then uh, we have another one as uh, Esparty. I think Esparty is going to replace um, Esparty is going to replace. Uh, I think um, I've forgotten the particular platform. I've forgotten the main use case of Esparty. But yeah. it's another one called Vero. Vero V E R O. Yeah. Now we replace uh, Instagram. There are so many devices. Even reading news, like you going online to read news, there are platforms where you can open like a blog as you're reading news on that platform you earn, you earn token you understand you earn some tokens while reading news on that platform which means in the web 3.0 there's nothing you're going to do that you will not earn even by storing your devices or storing your files online now you can you can lend out your your space like you buy a particular space for storage and then you give it out for people to rent to rent you understand you earn money from by doing that Okay. So which means there's no how you won't make money in the web 3.0. Yeah. Unlike the web 2.0 where our data are being traded and used and then we end up not getting anything in return. So on disadvantages, for privacy concerns, you made mention that we will not be represented on web 3 with our names or with profile pictures. Yeah. All we have is, um, you said the wallet yeah. numbers, wallet addresses. addresses. So wouldn't there be privacy concerns that is when it comes to government, government organizations. organizations tracing data of people because they are uh, through our normal web three apps now facebook and the rest we can make arrests that is in terms of law enforcement yeah. they can track certain individuals wanted individuals now if a web comes up where there is no form of identification to the visible eye mm-hmm. how would it hamper our privacy and is there any measures made against that okay now for that particular aspect i've i don't think if the government can actually come into this particular aspect of privacy no the only way they can come in is by putting regulations to most of these dApps. you understand the decentralized application because the decentralized applications are owned by uh, somebody you understand owned by people now if a particular uh, application is is uh, operating in a particular country i think there should be a regulation okay. to that particular thing now in uh let's use uh, some centralized exchange for example 
now some centralized exchange i'm not going to mention names yes. but some centralized exchange now they have some government regulations which makes them or gives them the authority to operate in a particular, in a particular location. Uh, location you understand that's the only way government can regulate this aspect but in the aspect of tracing information or getting to uh, tracking a particular user it's going to be so difficult because even by tracking or tracing crypto transactions there was what was introduced of recent called the dusting dusting method now you can only trace the uh, wallet which was used in performing the transaction but you can't get the user yes. which has made it so difficult so in that aspect I don't think if there will be anything done for that. So that is is advantageous and also disadvantageous yeah. at the same time. At the same time. So you mentioned those DAOs. Those DAOs who are going to be hosting uh, data virtually on several servers. Okay. On what you call the blockchain, what we call a blockchain. What do they stand to gain for hosting Facebook? For one, for instance, Facebook is a Web two application. It yeah. sells at it sells at our data and makes revenue of it. So these DAOs that are coming to replace it in a Web3 format, enhancing the de- uh, decentralization, okay. what do they come to gain? Okay, uh, now each of these platforms comes with a native token. All right, it comes with their own native token. Now using uh, some platforms like uh, Ethereum, right? Now, for example, now they make their money from what is known as gas fees, all right? Now, gas fees, now, you know, like, uh, it's uh, mainly rewarded to uh, the miners, you understand? But the term network as its own also have some shares in these transactions. Now, like the decentralized autonomous organizations, the DAO, now, they also have a native token. They w- there can't be a decentralized autonomous organization without a, nef- a built-in native token. Okay, so this native token is like a kind of reward format. Yeah, to that give. is what you use. That's your reward. That's your voting power. Okay. That was makes it functioning. You understand? So without this native token, it, it can't function. You can't perform anything in those organizations. So mm-hmm. like native tokens, can you compare it to, let's say, you're using MTN. Then once in a while, MTN gives you some tiny bonuses or something like that. No, I, I Alex, Alex uses, the, instead of that now, before you can perform or make a call, you need to recharge using your, phone, your yeah. money, right? Uh-huh. So that's how it works. So you need to fund that this thing. Need okay. to get, you need to possess a particular uh, percentage of this token in order for you to be able to perform anything any on, any transaction on that, on that network. network. So okay. that's how they make their own money. Okay, a new internet of value. So that's what we're hearing from Mr. Hope Overt. Thank you for joining us today on Tech Affairs or Radio on Passion 94.5 FM. That's it for the interview section. I'll hand you back over to Iman Welokbong for the rest of the show. Henry Afangide and our guest Mr. Hope over for such educative session. I've really learned a whole lot and you listen I know you've done same. So please do not just listen. All while we are here every week is to make sure we provide this information and also charge you to take action. So please ensure that your text tape has Web 3.0 is still new. Please the earlier the better. Okay we are gradually coming to the end but before we call it a wrap let's hear what andy has for us on our tech tip segment andy thank you emmanuel welcome to the tech tip segment of our show a laptop is a fantastic gadget but it is necessary to be aware of how it works and whether the temperature is consistent to avoid overheating i will show you how to keep your laptop from overheating in today's tech tip 
Keep your laptop away from hot objects. Avoid placing your laptop on a bed, sofa, or other soft furniture. Instead, place it on a hard or flat surface. Use a laptop cooling pad if your laptop fan is struggling to keep up. The above tips should help you prevent your laptop from overheating. If the problem persists, though, it's worth having a professional to take a look at your machine. And that's it on our Tech Tip segment today. I am Andy Promise. Thank you, Andy Promise, for that educative tips. So, at this point, we will click the shutdown button of our show. Tech Affairs on Radio will come your way same time next week. Special thanks to all those who work for the success of this episode. Not forgetting my producer, Miss Success Sunday. Once again, my name is Emmanuel Okpong. Please join us same time next week. In all you are doing, acknowledge technology and be digital. See you next week. Take Affairs on Radio will come your way same time next week. For sponsorship and other inquiries, call us on 902 640 6860. Like our Facebook page at Tech Affairs and visit our website at www.techaffairs.com.ng to listen to our previous episodes.